Welcome to the Unsweetened SIO podcast. My name is Siobhan Harris. I am a certified integrative nutrition health coach and the founder of unsweetenedsio.com. I gave up all sugar and all flour on January 13th, 2018, and am finally free of my addiction. My mission is to help other sugar addicts find their path to freedom and live the sweet life without sugar. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of Unsweetened Sio, the podcast. And today I am going to be kind of re-examining my podcast last week. If you didn't listen, episode 19, it was about transforming your home to be toxin and chemical free. But I have a special guest today, my good friend, Jess Nolte, who did the podcast with me several episodes ago about essential oils. And Jess reached out to me. She listened to my podcast and sent me a message to tell me that actually some of the products that I was mentioning that I was using um, have fragrance in them. And fragrance is a big toxin and chemical um, so she challenged me to kind of re-examine, that's why I'm calling this a re-examination of my, um, former podcast from last week and to talk about fragrance. So I'm so grateful that Jeff reached out. Um, I have to admit, I went through a little bit of a downward spiral <laughs> this weekend. We just celebrated, you know, Memorial Day weekend and I had a three day weekend to really kind of have some frustrated thoughts. I also watched the documentary that Jess had mentioned on our last interview called Stink, and it's available on Netflix right now, and I highly recommend. It's from 2015, so it's, you know, a little outdated, but it talks, you know, about the very real problems with the word fragrance, and I just want to go into that a little bit in case um, you're listening and have no idea what I, what I mean. So if the word fragrance is listed anywhere on the ingredient list in a product, um, the company does not have to disclose what actual chemicals or ingredients are being used to make that fragrance. And that's because it's considered a trade secret. It's considered a formula that's a trade secret. So there's no regulation. And I didn't quite realize all of this. You know, Stink, if you watch Stink, it goes through all of this. But basically, there is no government regulation. The FDA does not look at that at all. So there is actually a pretty big moment in the documentary where they're interviewing Congress and someone from the FDA is talking. And basically, he admits that if someone wanted to put arsenic, say, in their fragrance ingredient, they would not have to disclose that to anybody. So here we are thinking these products are safe for babies, you know, because they might say they're safe for babies, but there's no actual accountability on whether or not that's true. So that was really terrifying for me and frustrating because 
the whole point of the documentary is about a young, a, a father who lost his wife to breast cancer and he's raising two young girls and he wanted to order them some pajamas from that store, um, Justice. And the pajamas just smelled terrible when they opened them Christmas morning, like what is in these? And it's his whole process of just trying to find out what is in his daughter's pajamas. So I'm not just talking like, this extends way beyond just house products. You know, it's also in our clothing, um, in everything, you know, like, um, our furniture, it's kind of, that's where it can be a downward spiral. <laughs> so, you know, it can be very frustrating and it makes me think a lot about my food journey too, of how many, how hard it's been to find brands that I trust of what's inside, um, our, what I'm eating. And at least, you know, there's a lot more, um, rules now around listing ingredients in food. So we're a little more aware, but there's still not that for, for fragrance. And it's really scary to me that toxic chemicals that are known carcinogens, known hormone, um, disruptors that are in products for our children and for ourselves. So, um, you should definitely watch it. It was really, really informative. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think you'll, you'll learn a lot. And kind of my biggest takeaway was what can we do, you know, to make it so that we're buying a product and we can know what is in it. So, you know, that they have to disclose all the ingredients, all the chemicals they're using so that then we as consumers can make an informed decision on whether or not we'd like to buy, you know, that product, you know, it should be our choice, you know, we might still choose to, but for people that are know that they are sensitive or trying to be, you know, toxic and chemical free completely have that choice to not buy that product. And it's just kind of crazy that, um, in the U S, in 2019 that that's not happening. Um, another thing that I learned is a lot of other countries, you know, the European Union, they have a lot higher standards of what can go in their products. Um, and even China has higher standards of what is in their products than the United States of America. So it's pretty crazy. But anyway, I'm going to take a step back here and introduce Jess. Um, and she's going to talk to us and talk us down from our downward spiral, I guess, <laughs> about maybe some other alternatives, healthy alternatives that we can use in the home. You know, I talked last podcast about vinegar and baking soda, but kind of expand from there and give us some other options that we don't feel like, you know, there's nothing that we can use. So thanks so much, Jess, for being here today. And for calling me out and making me kind of re-examine <laughs> the products I'm using. I've been using them for a few years now and got pretty comfortable. And it's just a good lesson, I think, for everyone to remember, even with food, too. I have to constantly remind myself, I need to look at these labels again. Like, things could be changing. And what was working before might not be working now. So I think re-examining everything in our lives is a good thing. So thank you for making me do that. And absolutely. Thank you for having me back. And I will say, I listened to your podcast and I hesitated for a minute. And then I thought, no, 
she wouldn't tell tell me like it is. <laughs> so I need to do the thing. Yeah. Um, no, so I appreciate that. Um, well, one thing I just that was a great intro to the idea of fragrance and the movie Stink, which I think we did mention the we chatted a little bit about stink in the last mm -hmm. episode. Um, but I think that the other huge topic that's worth understanding even before we jump in and we talk about specific products is the idea of greenwashing, which we definitely did speak to that in the last episode also. But one thing I think that makes it really difficult for consumers now is we go into Target or we go into the grocery store and we want to choose the the healthier natural more natural option but because of marketing there's a lot of greenwashing happening so what greenwashing is is when you take a product and you use a lot of fancy marketing to make it look green so maybe you put the words free you put the words clear pure um, maybe even part of the word organic on the bottle um, you make the label look very clean, maybe even resembling some other natural products, and put a few leaves on it. Well, right there, it's the words all natural. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So then, if your shopping trips or anything like mine were when my kids were little, you have two um, children in the cart begging for things, crying, <laughs> hungry. You're ready to get out of there you don't have the time to read the back of the label and you grab the greenest looking thing, thus greenwashing. And so um, I think it's really, really easy to, to not read every single ingredient because we're busy, we're, we're running and um, you're not alone, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think we've all been there. And so the other piece that I think is really important to understand, or I guess to give yourself grace with, is this is a journey. So the more we learn, the better we do. And we certainly don't want to shame anyone or make anyone feel like what they're doing is not good enough or wrong. And so I feel like the more we can learn, um, the better we can do for our families. I often use this um, analogy of us moms or women being the gatekeeper of our homes. So it really is up to us to decide what comes in and out of that door. So knowing all of that, I dug in a little bit deeper and I've been on a bit of a mission with this word fragrance because it is in, um, in most of those greener looking products. Um, okay, so do we dig into recipes or do you want to dig into specific products? Where do we want to go? Well, let's talk about, and sorry, I'm coughing. Let's talk oh, no. about what you use in your home. Like, like sure. place to start. Okay. If you need to grab water, go for it. I'll, mm -hmm. And I'll just, I'll take over. <laughs> Don't worry oh, about no. me. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Um, okay. So we talked a lot about essential oils in the last episode mm -hmm. and it's very obvious that I am a big believer in essential oils and in the company of Young Living in particular. So I love that Young Living has a cleaning line. Um, that line is called the Thieves line. And I think we did chat a little bit about this last time, 
But what I love about it is that it's plant-based. It is non-toxic and it works. So it's just as powerful as some of the as some of the cleaning products that I used before making the switch to plant-based all natural cleaning. And um, the, the way that I got started with the Thieves line is with their household cleaner. And it's actually a concentrate. It comes in a 14-ounce bottle. And it does contain Thieves essential oil. And what we do with this one bottle is pretty much clean everything in our house. So you'll get your bottle of concentrate. All you need to have is an empty spray bottle. And I actually, I save the old, um, we drink a lot of apple, or we use a lot of Bragg's apple cider vinegar. Those bottles are perfect for cleaning. So on Amazon, I'll buy a couple sprayers and I'll use that as my multi-purpose cleaning bottle. And so I have one of those under every sink in the kitchen and the bathrooms. And I take one capful of Thieves Household Cleaner Concentrate, and then I fill my bottle with water. How big I is clean my bottle? Window. You know, like a 16 ounce or? I think that that apple cider vinegar bottle is 16 ounces. Okay. Um, and so I used to measure out every, everything very, very carefully, one little capful. Now I kind of eye it, and I probably do about a cap and a half in that 16 ounce bottle. I think okay. the ratio is a cap for an eight ounce bottle. Okay. So you can create different um, dilutions or strengths with this also. So if you want a window cleaner, for instance, actually less cleaner is better. More mm -hmm. water, less cleaner. So I'll sometimes do a half cap full in the larger bottle and I'll do a drop of lemon oil in there, and my windows turn out so shiny and nice. I love that for windows or glass in general. Um, if I want a heavy-duty cleaner, then I'll do maybe three of the capfuls in that 16-ounce bottle. I've actually used this in my um, carpet cleaner mix. So we've rented the carpet cleaner from the grocery mm -hmm. store, and rather than using the product that the store supplies, I just use thieves right in the oh. cleaner and it, my carpets smell amazing and they look clean. Um, because I'm going to jump in. I have one of those cleaner steam vacuums and I don't yes. mention that in my last episode, but yeah, I did not want to use, you know, the stuff that it comes with. It's just like, I got it from Costco, you know, the Bizzle vacuum that is like a steam cleaner. And oh, nice. my daughter threw up, all in her room like strawberries a few weeks ago all over oh, like carpets and so I've been using I'm gonna try thieves now because I've been using like um because I didn't I knew I didn't want to use what it came with so I had been doing like uh baking soda with some vinegar and some oils I did the citrus fresh I kind of like that blend just you know smells good and that works mm -hmm. really well too but mm -hmm. I since we talked, I have ordered the Thieves Concentrate um, off the website so that I, and I will just start kind of doing, because I was doing that was just with the Mrs. Myers Concentrate. So I will just now kind of replace that now. Um, I was mm -hmm. anyway, and we'll just do that exact thing. And I like the idea when you're 
having the different spray bottles. I might even make one and label it with a piece of tape that says windows. And then I know that one's, yep. this is for mm -hmm. you know, kitchen spray. Um, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And like, I know with my, cause Mrs. Myers concentrate lasts a really long time too. Mm -hmm. And people are tempted to pour in more, <laughs> mm -hmm. but really less is more. I mean, less yeah. does the job. You don't, it's very concentrated. I'll even add this to my laundry detergent. Um, the Thieves line also does, they make a laundry detergent and a dish soap. So mm -hmm. if there were three cleaning products that I would suggest starting with, if you did want to explore this Thieves line, it would be the household cleaner, the laundry detergent, and the dishwash soap. It's a dishwash liquid. And when I'm, I've got two boys, they play sports. My husband loves to do yard work. I mean, we've got dirty, grimy clothes and we have hard water also. So I love the detergent. It's the same way, very concentrated and lasts a long time. And then if I need something to have a real boost, I'll add a cap full of my household cleaner to the laundry detergent and okay. it works great. And I use that for my tools. <clears throat> Sorry, I was just thinking the dish soap. Do you use that in the dishwasher too? Or is it just for like, what do you use in your dishwasher? I, oh my goodness, this is like a long DIY. Okay, so I'm <laughs> honestly, I'm still working on the perfect, I will admit, still working on the yeah. perfect dishwasher combo. I think three are really hard to find a dishwasher. It's one of the harder ones. So Thieves does make a dishwasher powder, um, which I like. Our water is so hard. So really, I feel like we have a kind of a tough situation. We have well water and it just seems to ruin everything. Mm. So we're, we're chatting about getting a water softener, but, um, I will use the thieves laundry detergent and not laundry detergent, the thieves dishwasher detergent, white vinegar in my rinse, little rinse mm -hmm. container. And then every once in a while, I will put in a cap full of the household cleaner into my dishwasher. I know that some people will put lemon oil into their dishwasher. Also, if you're doing that, you want to make sure that you're not putting it right on plastic because remember, lemon likes to eat up petrochemicals. So if you have a stainless steel area you can add it to, that's a good place to do okay. it. Some people lo love to add pine essential oil to mm -hmm. either their dishwasher blend or their um, hardwood floor cleaner blend. And again, we use this concentrate for all of that, the hardwood floors, the toilets. Um, when I'm doing my toilets, I'll take a cap full of thieves, dump it in my toilet. I'll sprinkle a little bit of baking soda and a little bit of citric acid. I bought a bag of citric acid off of Amazon and I'll just do a scoop of that. Mm. I have a lot of friends that make these really exceptional toilet bowl bombs and I am <laughs> not a DIYer. So I just throw it all in with a scooper yeah. <laughs> into the toilet. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't heard of these toilet bowl bombs. Sounds amazing. I'm sure you can find that on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, I, there's tons I, of recipes. Glad that you said you're not a do-it-yourselfer because I am not either. And that was, honestly, when you kind of called me out, that was part of it was like, ugh, I don't want to make my own. I'm not good at that. I don't have the time for that. And I, some people really enjoy that, you know, but yes. I'm that so far this is all really simple and stuff that I can do like really quick stuff yes well and like I said for me it comes down to these three 
things. I can make mm-hmm. everything with these three products. I can even make hand soap with this stuff mm-hmm. if I want. Um, the one product that's not Young Living that I do usually keep under my sink is good old Dr. Bronner's Castile Soap. So um, this is a product you can find at Target. The one thing that I'm careful to do is I buy the unscented version because mm-hmm. then you're eliminating any fragrance. Dr. Bronner's does have many different scents. Again, I'm very loyal to my essential oils, so I would prefer to buy the unscented version and then add the scent that I want. So, for example, at every single one of your sinks, if you want to go ahead and get an empty foaming hand soap pump, you can take one big squirt of either Dr. Bronner's. Um, The other thing that I love to use for this is the Young Living unscented shower base, which is pretty much like an unscented shower gel. So Mm -hmm. I'll either do Dr. Bronner's or the Young Living shower gel, depending on which bathroom I'm at and where, how close it is to reach. And then I'll do a few drops of whatever scent I want. If it's holiday time, maybe peppermint and orange. If it's through the winter, thieves is great for boosting our immune systems and keeping those germs away. Just in the summer, basil and lemon is mm-hmm. lovely. Oh, it smells so good. Um, so how much fresh, did you say you how of the, um, what's the ratio of the, cause I actually have the unscented Dr. Bronner's, which is the light blue label. If you're looking at it in the store and sometimes it is referred to as like the, for babies or, Baby. or unscented yes. light blue. Yes. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say anyone that's listening in Oregon area, um, like Portland area, we have this great chain of grocery stores called New Seasons Market. And I was just oh, yes. a little um, email yesterday and they are doing 50% off Dr. Bronner's right now. So I was oh, wow, that's nice. another, a bigger bottle of it so that I can make my own hand soap. You had told me about this and I am going to try that even though I'm not do it yourselfer, but I think I might be able to handle that. Um, yes, that's as simple as you go, as you can get yeah. with DIY. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that starts today and it's good through June 4th. So if anyone's listening in the Portland area and you do want to try out, you know, 50% off is a really mm-hmm. good deal. So anyway, I just want to. So as far as ratios, I would do one big squirt, which is maybe like a tablespoon mm-hmm. of the soap, yes. five to 10 drops of essential oil. <laughs> one big squirt. One big square. I'm very official. The sign of a true non-DIYer. One big square. Okay. And then I fill it with water. Some people like to add a little bit of vitamin E. Again, I'm just making it quickly. For those Mm -hmm. people that don't even want to DIY that much, Young Living does have a hand soap refill. So you can just dump it in as it is. Um, And how many drops of oils would you do in that, would you say? Five to 10, depending on how strong of a scent you'd like. Okay. And you could just keep it unscented too for people that, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this time of the year, we use a lot of geranium because we live in Pennsylvania and we have a lot of ticks. Ticks Mm -hmm. do not love geranium. So that's one oil that I love to have in my hand soap. So my kids are getting it on them all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So geranium is really nice. Um, Lavender is simple. I mean, there's endless amounts of recipes. 
So that's kind of what we use at our house. And honestly, it's easier than it's ever been. So I think a common misconception is if you're going to switch to non-toxic cleaners, it's going to be really complicated and it's going to be really expensive. Well, this bottle is $22 at the wholesale price. That lasts me almost all year. I think you can get 50 bottles out of, 50 spray bottles out of this one concentrated bottle. The thieves concentrate that you can get on Young Living. And I'll link that website if anyone's interested. And $22 is the wholesale price if you sign member. But if you wanted to just buy it outright, you could. And it's just a little more expensive. Yes. So then you would choose the retail option and you would just buy the one bottle. Do keep in mind though, that one of their starter kit options is actually a thieves kit. And so you can, you can use that as your starter kit so that you get the wholesale membership, which we, again, we talked about that last time, but the thieves kit is really nice because it comes with two bottles of the household cleaner. It comes with um, hand soaps, hand purifiers, toothpaste, goodness I'm sure I'm missing something else but it's a nice big startup pile of yeah I wish that was an option when I started they have so many more options now on startup kits that's so great yeah that's been an option for a while it's just most people don't realize it and so you just gotta dig and I was just looking up to see it was episode 11 if you have not listened to my other interview with Jess she goes into this a lot more you can look up episode 11 essential oils with Jess Um, we recorded that back in March Uh, so please listen to that because we kind of give some more instructions around you know getting signed up and ordering but yeah if this is appealing to you at all it might just make sense to sign up for the the wholesale, get the thieves kit, and then you're kind of getting started. And it is Mm -hmm. fun. I mean, I'm already, I have fun at least experimenting with oils. So I'm hoping it will be fun to experiment with my uh, house cleaning products too now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. So going back to ingredients and reading those labels, Mm -hmm. if you're not ready to make the jump into thieves. Mm -hmm. So some of those really common what I think of as greenwashed products um, contain fragrance. So if you're looking at a label, you just want to scan to see if you see the word fragrance spelled in any way (laughs) or Mm -hmm. parfum, P-A-R-F-U-M is another common word for fragrance. And that, like Siobhan said, that can mask, I've heard anywhere from 300 to 3,000 other ingredients under that one word fragrance. Yeah. yeah um, it's, like, it's just like an umbrella. I wanted to compare it to, because sometimes I was looking at all, so just had me, this is when I was like having this weekend of I'm reading every single thing I have, all these Mrs. Myers method. Um, what else do I use? Oh, seventh generation. And I was then looking them up in that EWG database that I talked about and anything that did have a fragrance in it listed, you know, as, not dangerous, but it's like kind of like a warning on the EWG database. So it does like, you know, they also say, you just don't know what's Mm -hmm. So my Mrs. Myers, you know, I have my spray in front of me right now. And yeah, it just says straight up fragrance. Um, But then it says free of parabens and formaldehyde, artificial colors, all this other stuff. But unfortunately it does say fragrance on there. Mm -hmm. 
brilliant. And so I was going to say one more, sorry, the, I'm looking sure. at generation. It says 0% fragrances or dyes um, for one of them that I have, but it, yeah, it doesn't list any of that in the ingredients, but I've seen others that say natural fragrances only. And I wanted to compare that to like natural flavors that you see if you're looking for food products. You know, this just reminds me so much of, I love that you called this a journey because it is. And I feel like I'm on a journey with my food still too. Um, <laughs> natural flavors. There's so many things that can be under there. It's like, you know, when you see lucky charms are made with whole grains, it's like, yeah, they're not good for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> natural fragrances, there's just keep in mind there's no regulation behind that at all. There could be arsenic in that natural fragrance. Like that's what really kind of scared me. And we're just kind of hoping, mm -hmm. that, you know, especially mm -hmm. saying this, chatting with Jess about this right before we started recording. Um, it's my, it would be my hope that a company like Mrs. Myers or seventh generation that is dedicated to like, or trying to make healthier safer products for us wouldn't put those kinds of things in them, but there's no kind of guarantee to that. So if it does say the word fragrance and you can just look, it's kind of like when I'm looking for food, um, I have to look through the label and see if I see sugar in all it's like 76 forms too. you know, sugar goes yes. so many names. It's really hard to find it sometimes in the label. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, it's like a good, this is why I keep calling it a re-examination. It's like, you have to stay, stay diligent. You might think, oh no, this, like I kind of was like this. I got into this, uh, false sense of safety of, oh no, everything I'm using is fine. You know, and it is probably better than a lot of the other things I used to be using, but it was a good reminder that, okay, it's time to like tweak it even more and make it even better. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to say that because I did go around, looked up all this stuff on the EWG. And the one thing I really decided to get rid of right away was the method hand soap. Um, and that's probably been, you know, how sometimes you want to like ignore something and then it keeps showing up in your life until you actually have to examine it. And this has kind of been for me, these household products, even that I was pulled to do that episode last week. And I've been wanting to, you know, do it for a while. And I was really wanted to have Jess on it. And I just thought, you know, she's so busy. I'm not going to bother her. I'm just going to do it. But I should have, you know, funny. I should have <laughs> just, you know, taken care of that from the start. But I think it's the method hand soap that's been kind of bothering me recently with the fragrance. Because I, I had talked about the last episode. I'm very sensitive. There's some things that give me a headache immediately. And um, the method hand soap has started to kind of bother me a little bit. So that is one thing that I gave to my mom. She works um, as a volunteer for a clinic. And I gave her all of them because I just, of course, bought like five or six of them on sale at Target. But I just donated them to her to use at the clinic. Um, and, re and I'm going to replace them with, I'm going to do the Dr. Bronner, you know, that mix. So that mm -hmm. I felt like I wanted to do right away. Um, so I just kind of wanted to, to say that too, because it is overwhelming. I just don't want everyone to be overwhelmed when they start looking at their ingredients, just like you might be when you start trying to give up sugar and you're looking at the ingredients 
um, <laughs> in all the products that you think don't have sugar in it, and it's very alarming. But just keep mm -hmm. that in the beginning that it's a journey. It doesn't have to be perfect, and it's going to take some trial and error. Um, and we're just trying to give you some alternative resources that you can do to kind of help you along your journey. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. I just wanted to speak to the word fragrance because I, oh yeah, I just Sorry, I had this you. moment. Oh no, that's that's okay. I I enjoyed listening. Um, I think, I think that there's some irony in this conversation between us and our histories and the word fragrance. So the one big thing that we talk a lot about is that endocrine disruptors fall yeah. under this word of fragrance. Well, what do endocrine disruptors do in our bodies? They disrupt our endocrine system. So this is where thyroid health for, um, reproductive health, mm -hmm. all of that stuff falls into your endocrine system. And I'm just going to interject so because the Netflix, the um, stink on Netflix, if you look at the documentary, they have a really good, because um, I've heard that endocrine disruptor a lot. And I know that means hormone disruptor. And yes. a really good visualization though in the documentary that shows what that actually means is some of these chemicals mimic these hormones in your body. And they'll- yes themselves to these other hormones mimicking as you know and then they cause all of this chaos basically um and that does have implications on um you know fertility or reproductive health um like you're saying thyroid so sorry i just wanted to interject because again you should really watch the documentary i think it illustrates that really well it made me understand that even more um mm -hmm. visually so sorry go ahead yeah no, that's okay. I was kind of going in that direction. I mean, of course, the worst possible scenario is that it leads to disease or cancer. But mm -hmm. the thing that you and I have both walked through is um, PCOS. Mm -hmm. And that absolutely falls under Do you think endocrine, fertility. I mean, body works products I used. And yeah. So now we think about what were we slathering ourselves with yes. as young adults and adults for so many years. Yes, Bath and Body Works. And then it, I mean, it goes beyond that too. It's the candles, it's the air freshener. So our homes are full of these, of these synthetic fragrances. And then we wonder why so many women are struggling to get pregnant or struggling with heavy, uncomfortable periods or, or, or finding out that they have PCOS. Yeah, increase in breast cancer. Um, mm -hmm. about in the documentary too, but then the other thing of having a little girl, um, is the increase in girls going through puberty so much earlier, you know, absolutely because of these endocrine disruptors. So yes, that is. And I do think about that. I was thinking about with my polycystic ovary syndrome and I thought, oh my gosh, the other thing is like our bodies are so resilient. So again, when I was going through this downward spiral, I was remembering that I grew up next to a cornfield where they probably sprayed pesticides outside. And my mom used to hang our, hang our laundry outside. So I'd be like basically sleeping and ensconced in pesticides. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. I loved as a teenager, um, remember like electric youth perfume. I mean, these terrible perfumes. Yes. Bath and body works, um, all kinds of stuff that had really strong synthetic fragrances. So I 
you know, probably did, could be what caused my polycystic ovary syndrome. Um, but I do want to say also that our bodies are so resilient. And if you do, because some people might be like, well, what's the point then? You know, I can't control everything. So what's even the point? But I do think um, like my PCOS is pretty much is gone when I've had hormone testing now. I've really leveled out because I've worked really hard on removing some of this stuff and working hard on my diet. So I think mm -hmm. a lot. It's not too late. It's, it's not, not too late. late. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you are going to see changes and your body is really, really strong and resilient and can um, kind of help process some of this out. So, mm -hmm. yeah. and if you've already had healthy pregnancies, you're heading toward menopause. You know, that's the next thing. And so another reason to really have your hormones be as in balance as possible. Yeah. So yes, it's a big, it's a. And trying to make it better for our children, you know, like, so we grew up with a lot of this stuff, but now that we're more aware, that's just like the first step, you know, it's just the awareness, mm -hmm. being able mm -hmm. to make better, help our kids make better choices. And I mean, I already feel like that that's going to go really far, you know, just not there mm -hmm. and trying to make sure we aren't, you know, I know we used to use like a lot of those Glade plugins too that are, or um, potpourri in the bathroom or just stuff now that gives me a headache almost immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And now, thing, now we know why all the synthetic yeah. fragrance. Yeah. If you haven't had children, you're thinking about having children. I mean, I think women, especially with the hormone stuff, it's just so important to think about all of that. And another thing in the documentary, again, this is just fresh out of my mind. So I keep re, you know, sharing things. You really should watch it. I try not to give it all away, but <laughs> they did studies on newborn babies and um, ran a panel between the mom and the baby. And all of the chemicals that were in the mom's blood were also in that baby's blood. So it wasn't even like the baby had been exposed to them, but was just through the mom that these are passed through the blood barrier. Um, so again, that made me think about, because I did lose a baby that we had birth defects and it was environmental, as I kind of talked about in the last episode. And I just thought, wow, like, you know, what if that was, you know, from something that was in my environment, like my, I know I don't want to say like my fault, but kind of. And so that is when I really took the first step of looking at what am I using in my house? What am I putting on my body and stuff? And now, so that's been a while, and I'm really glad that Jess is having me re-examine again and tightening it up even more, you know, like taking out anything with the word fragrance, because I think I fell a little bit for the green washing or got a little complacent. Um, and just like Jess said, I do have two young kids. They are screaming, crying in the grocery cart a lot of times. Um, so I am just looking for something that, that's fast and don't mm -hmm. have time to really dig in. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that now I am kind of kind of digging in. Um, mm -hmm. The product I wanted to talk about that I forgot last week and that Jess helped me with was um, if you have, because this is the time of year, at least here in Oregon, we get a lot of little ants coming in the house. And I text Jess as I do when I'm like, okay, I need like a natural, I know there's some, I know there's an oil for that. So I text <laughs> what can I do for ants? And she had said, and this has worked like a charm. I actually did make a spray just from getting a spray bottle. Um, 
And I actually forget what you told me to put in the spray. What oil? Was it purification, maybe? Like water? Peppermint and purification are usually the two, first two that I mentioned. So I think I put that in the actual spray bottle um, and sprayed because I had ants coming into my bathroom and sprayed. And Mm -hmm. then now I put, you had told me to do on cotton balls, just a few drops of peppermint oil and put them at all the entrances. I kind of put them in the corners where I saw the ants coming in and I've just left Mm -hmm. them there and it kind of smells nice too. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have to say, you know, because again, sometimes I think the other thing is we can be skeptical that the natural products aren't going to work as well either going to be more, mm-hmm. going to be more expensive. And then it's not going to work as well, but that has worked like a charm. So I'm really glad because I used to put out the ant traps and I hated doing that, but I just didn't think there was another option. Um, so I would recommend doing the spray. And then now that I haven't even had to replace the cotton balls, they kind of said, okay, this isn't a place we're going to come in. And they good. That's great. Too. So I'm glad that I, you know, could again, put the peppermint oil in her room without having to use something that was really toxic. I know another mm-hmm. thing to talk about was sunscreen. So do you want to talk about, talk about that? Cause we still have a little bit of time. Cause that's another huge one. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, and this could go into so many. <laughs> I know. Goodness gracious. Okay. Yeah. So, well, as since you mentioned ants, I just wanted oh, to yeah. say also, you want to think about what you're spraying outside too because then your kids are going outside and playing in the yard. So Mm -hmm. there's, you probably all have heard like this latest $2 billion settlement um, concerning Roundup. Yeah. And um, we don't use Roundup here at the house. I've been kind of anti Roundup and I'm glad to hear other people are coming out about it. Um, A really, really simple weed killer that's natural and not something that you're going to need to keep your kids away from is white vinegar, um, Epsom salt. So you can take the big gallon of white vinegar, Mm -hmm. uh, two cups of Epsom salt is what I use, a big squirt of dish detergent. Um, and I actually add 10 drops of oregano oil to it, Mm -hmm. but I've used it without oregano oil and that works well too. And you just spray, spray everything. And honestly, the results are similar to Roundup. It dries it up. I like to do it first thing in the morning, um, like right after the dew starts to dry and then let the sun beat down on it. And by the end of the day, you're going to just be amazed. It works so well. Um, The whole gallon of white vinegar with two cups of some salt. Okay. And I'm not Jess is a very big gardener as a green thumb. I unfortunately have a black thumb, but I was weeding this. I would be interested in that um, because I was weeding this weekend. And mm-hmm. So I will try because yep. I have Epsom salt so that, for my bath. So yeah. yeah, and I think really, it, again, as you're on your journey, you just kind of want to go room to room. Like, okay, what yeah. do I need to examine in this area? What are we using in the bathroom? What are we using for skincare? What are we using when we go to the beach for sunscreen, for insect repellent? And just take yes. one thing it's at a time. Stuff you're using every single day. You know, start with the stuff you're using mm-hmm. frequently too. You know, mm-hmm. the obviously you're using every day all the time, you know, some kind yep. of spray probably. Um, your makeup, what goes on your skin every single day, your lotion, your shower gel, your bar soap. Um, yeah, just one step at a time. I, like I mentioned before, I get a wellness box from Young Living and we get all of that. 
in there. I no longer am shopping here and there and I actually get my groceries delivered to my house now because I really <laughs> love that option. But yeah. it's nice in my, my wellness box does still contain some oils, but the majority of it is for skincare, my makeup, um, products for the kids. I don't think you've talked about the wellness box before. Is that <coughs> Excuse me. Type of subscription box from Young Living or? Yes. Okay. Now it's contagious. Jess now has the weird cough that I got where we're just both choked on who knows what and lost our voices momentarily. Talking cough, right? That's talking <laughs> so much. Yeah. Okay. So once you have a Young Living membership, there is an optional monthly wellness box. It's called Essential Rewards. And we get this every single month um, at our house. You can decide. It's not like other subscription boxes where it's like a pre-made box mm -hmm. and you get exactly what they want you to. You instead craft your box. So I now buy all my supplements from Young Living. Um, as, you, as I mentioned, all my cleaning supplies. The kids' shower gel, shampoo, makeup. I mean, it's all in there. Our sunscreen, our insect repellent. I really do like Young Living's version. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I do essential. I just didn't realize. I do essential rewards. Um, I didn't realize. I like the idea because it is kind of like a wellness box. Um, it's just basically mm -hmm. a monthly order. Um, yes. That, and you're spending a $50 minimum. Um, Minimum of 50 mm -hmm. oil and you can cancel at any time. Yeah. And most people think I'll never want to, I won't want $50 worth of oils every month. Well, some people do, but yeah. once you get your oil stash, um, going, there's yeah. so many other products. And so I no longer go to target and walk the aisles and, and read the labels. I just don't do it anymore because yeah. I found a trusted product now that I use. That so works. For you. Yeah. The thieves, the laundry soap, the multi-purpose cleaner, the toothpaste, the dental water, you know, like all of those products rotate in and out of my box. Like I said, supplements. And then when we need sunscreen, when we need insect repellent, the insect repellent works so well. So for years I crafted my own mm -hmm. spray and I still, because I have such a large oil stash, I still do make a spray every summer. But the one that they make works really well. And like I said, we're in Pennsylvania. Mosquitoes and ticks are prevalent in here. I think most people know, but in case you don't, like DEET that's used in, you know, your normal, like off or anything that you buy from the store, it has DEET in it. That is a really toxic chemical that you don't want to be spraying on your kids and yourself. So I'm always looking at, we're lucky in Oregon, we do not have as many bugs, but I grew up in Pennsylvania. So um, actually, mm -hmm. I was just talking to my son today, didn't know like, didn't know what a mosquito was. Like, it has never oh my goodness. mosquito because we don't have bugs out here. Really. <laughs> um, so... I don't have to worry about it quite as much, but we are going to the East Coast on vacation. And I'm like, I was just thinking I need to make some or find an alternative to, to the bug spray. So I'll check that out. Mm -hmm. It works really, really well. And again, lasts a long time. A little goes a long way. Um, when you're looking at sunscreens, I'm a big fan of non-nano zinc. And mm -hmm. that is what is in the Young Living sunscreen. Mm -hmm. um, 
I, again, I know there are some other products that are trustworthy out there on the market. We're just so happy with this that we haven't had to dig in quite as much. Mm -hmm. What Siobhan and I were talking about a bit before we started recording is that some of these greener companies have been bought out by larger companies. And so I am really a firm believer that you cast your vote in where you spend your dollar. If you continue to support companies that are okay with this greenwashing, even at the umbrella level, like even the large big company that's owning some of these smaller companies that have bought out the smaller companies, you're voting for this to continue. And so this is one of the ways I feel like I really can have my voice be heard is to just not buy from companies yeah. that fall into that umbrella. So again, that could be a whole nother episode. Yeah. But something else to consider as you're reading labels. Yeah. Because like it, it, it is. So the documentary was made 2015. I wanted to look that up because I, and then I try to see, I actually try to look up John Whalen or Whelan is his name um, that made the documentary. And I wanted to kind of see like an update if that has helped anything, but it doesn't seem like I couldn't really find anything. So this is now like four years ago. And I'm sure there's a lot, you know, this kind of stuff takes forever. Um, but I was kind of thinking I would like, I wish there was something more I could do to help that process. Cause I do think that's really important for people to have information, you know, like to know what is in things that they're buying and have it listed out. So it's crystal clear. We're not trying to hide anything. And I believe that for food too. Um, because otherwise, yeah, you've just, you have no idea. So I wish that I was going to kind of try to do some more research about that and see, because I'm sure I know he's still advocating for this, you know, especially for things that were, you know, clothes for your children. Um, <clears throat> but if there is some way, and I think one of the big things is like Jess is saying, is not buying these products. And because the more people buy them, you know, things aren't going to probably aren't going to change just like people right. are organic, you know, you have to supply is going to meet demand. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really feel like the two things we can do is we can vote with our dollars by where mm -hmm. we spend them and we can create awareness. Mm -hmm. I am a huge believer that especially a group of fired up women speaking truth over these subjects creates a trickle down effect of change. Mm -hmm. And so that is why, you know, it's yeah. okay to say to your friend, did you, do you, under, did you know about fragrance? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You don't yes. have to say what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, yeah. But talk about it, you know, yeah. share, well, share this episode or share the movie stink. I, mm -hmm. I think that's something so, so simple. If you watch stink and you, are as blown away by it as we were, share it with your friends yeah. because that's how we create awareness. Yeah, I agree. And that's the whole reason, you know, doing this podcast is just kind of sharing and getting some of these conversations going. Because again, you know, this might be too overwhelming. You might not have room on your plate right now for this, but keep it in mind you know, and maybe a month from now you will, or even a year from now, it's just having mm -hmm. that information and then making the changes when you're ready to. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. 
Yeah. Well, thanks so much. <laughs> is there anything else? I'm just kind of looking at our notes. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Um, any other? I don't. I think that this was really comprehensive. Of course, if you have any questions, feel free to direct message me. I'm happy to talk through it. Or if you have questions about oils or thieves or any of the products or recipes that we talked about, I'm happy to field those. Um, I think we can link my yeah, Facebook okay. account and you can just direct message me there. Yeah. Um, and if you do- Source. I will say that, um, like I said, oh, when thanks. I asked that question, oh, what should I use for ants? I know that Jess has just done a lot of research um, on her own and um, is really careful of what she's doing with herself and family. So I think you're just such a great resource for people. And if you, this is kind of you know, you. a lot that you're getting into. Yeah, Jess is a great resource to kind of hold your hand through the through the process and make some of these. Mm -hmm. One baby step is better than zero steps, right? Yes. So just like one foot in front of the next. And then, like I said, you just go room, room to room. And when, once you do clear it all out, you're going to realize that actually it's a simpler household and less to keep up with. Because mm -hmm. I think we were all under the impression that you need a spray for every yeah. issue in the house, which really you don't. Like a multi-purpose cleaner is where it's at because then mm -hmm. you don't have to have a sink full of, and that's the other thing. Like if you, if underneath your sink, you need to have those big green caution stickers and you need yeah. to run your child to the emergency room if they get hold of them, that's a good enough reason to ditch them. You know, yeah. like my kids clean with Thieves Hustle Cleaner. We're not coughing and sick after using it. You want to be able to, to trust that yeah because your kids are probably walking around with bare feet and soaking it all up so yeah. and I did like kind of clean out which I was planning to do some spring cleaning this weekend anyway and I did just have a lot of old products that I wasn't using that I haven't used in years I'm like why do I still have these under the sink you know my stuff is still like child proof locked but I did think about what if the kids wandered in here and started spraying this stuff so mm -hmm. I'm rid of a bunch of stuff and yeah it I because I was that person you need all these separate cleaners because that's how it's marketed right and it is mm -hmm. be a way to really simplify things is that you know have this one spray bottle that can do basically everything I mean that is so much simpler than most of us are dealing with right now yes absolutely and simple makes it easier even though it seems daunting at first yeah. Well, this was fun. Thanks for inviting me back. Thank you so much, Jess. And I do, I was going to say my next challenge, and I think this will have to be a separate episode. And instead of trying to do it myself, I will wait till Jess has some time and we can talk a little more. I know kind of like shining the light on what's next for me is the um, skincare. So I think I could do a little bit better with skincare. Again, I'm doing better than I was, but I think it's time to kind of re-examine just as part of my journey. And I would love to hear some of your tips and what you're doing for like skin and body care. So sure. Let's do it. Future episode of Siobhan and Jen. <laughs> <laughs> thank okay. You thanks, so Siobhan.
Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And remember, life is so much sweeter without sugar.